asking for the queen. I'm a bad bitch, she's a savage. Look, look, look back while I turn. No comparison. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, magic. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 46 of the Sassy Pod. I'm Viv. I'm Alex. So on this episode, we were talking about before we recorded that we're so excited to be doing this topic because we think it's something so relevant that everyone can kind of relate to. But essentially the outline of this episode is, is he hot or is it just a pandemic? And this is basically about to us, there seems that there's been a lot of relationships that have formed in the past like year or two of COVID. And we're kind of going to break it down and see if you guys are actually meant to be, and this is like a real relationship, or if that's just like, what's like local to you and like easy and simple. Um, And also kind of touch on how dating has changed based on the pandemic. And if we're actually able to form like authentic relationships with random people you meet, or if this is all just in locality. So yeah, yeah that's basically sure. the episode. Yeah. And of course, like, is he hot or is it just a pandemic? Like, of course the pandemic has been going on for a year and a half now. So people mm. are going to be getting into relationships, talking to new people, but yeah, we just want to talk about like what's changed and yeah within like the dating space and relationship space which yeah I feel like we haven't had an episode talking about relationships in a while I know like this reminds me of like the early sassy if anyone was around for like sassy classy and a tad trashy because that wasn't that long ago but it was like over a year ago that we changed and that was kind of our focus was like all relationships like what to do on dates like how it is like I don't know like it was all basically relationship based and we had lots of boy talk in there so this is this is like for both boy and girl talk because I feel like everyone can relate whoever you're dating whoever you're in a relationship with but yeah we're just gonna like break it down and see I don't know we're gonna try and help everyone listening to figure out like what's going on it also relates to the TikTok trend if anyone knows like um is he hot or does he just have tattoos like is he hot or is he just like an athlete is he hot or is he just tall yeah is he just over six foot <laughs> yeah like literally all that stuff which you think is so funny so that's basically gonna be our episode but before we begin let's get into our sassy quote do you want to start Viv? sure i'll start so pinterest done it again found my <laughs> quote on there <laughs> um and i thought it was super cute it's basically happiness comes in waves it'll find you again and it's just like the smiley face riding a wave it's so cute which I just love and when I saw it I was like okay this is my sassy quote Mm -hmm. this week because I think it's so true that people always think like oh being sad obviously it's sad to be sad and you don't want to be sad all the time but without sadness there's no happiness Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about this before like without darkness there's no lightness mm-hmm. Lightness. Mm-hmm. without the dark there's no light without happiness there's no sadness anyways yeah I just thought that was a nice cute cute quote for people to remember that happiness comes in waves you're not always going to be happy I'm definitely not always happy mm-hmm. honestly my mood is usually like <laughs> neutral mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm usually neither happy nor sad so you kind of just have to not take those happy moments for granted and just wait until they come ride the wave (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I, I like that. And it's just a reminder too that even if you're like sad, like being sad is completely normal. Being happy is completely normal. Being like neutral is completely normal. Like whatever, whatever emotions you need to feel that day in order to feel your best self, I guess is like what your quote is also saying. Like just like be that and like own that. Um, and you know, yeah, for sure. Like I think owning your sadness or owning your bad like emotion is also important instead mm-hmm. of just like pushing that under and also rug. understanding like where it comes from and like understanding when you're sad why what caused that maybe and what also makes you feel better because the more you're able to understand those moments the like the better you're able to assess them and make sure that I don't know not that you're not gonna be sad again but that you understand them better yeah yeah because if you know what makes you happy like little things like I don't know taking a bath or reading a book if you know those things make you happy, then if you're having a bad day, you can just always go back to those, to those little things that make you happy. Self-care. <laughs> okay, Alex, what's yours? Um, yeah, so my quote is from We the Urban, and I, oh, love, I love them. Yeah, they're very, like, they have lots of followers, and I love their, their quotes, and there's just, I love their, um, not sure who needs to hear this, but and that's what one of these ones are. So not sure who needs to hear this, but and this is this one is related to something that I've been feeling really hard and something we also briefly touched about on last episode, but the pressure now that we're going into our fourth year to like have something made out of our lives and like figure out our life plan and stuff. And I feel like everyone feels that pressure of like, what do I do after school? If you're not going to like go to med school or go to law school, like what do you do? So this is free yourself of the idea that not having your life figured out or achieving everything you've dreamed of by the age of 20 or 30 years old makes you a failure relax great things take time fall in love with the process of becoming you I love that yeah I think yeah I think everyone needs to hear that and it's just like really cute I don't know and I think of like my elders in my life like they've come into their own shell like way later in life and it's not like you have to have everything figured out when you're 20 even though it feels like you have to but you don't have to so I think it's just accepting that in your head Yeah, I was actually just listening to another podcast Um, here. Let me plug them. I always talk about them, but it's the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. And it's the episode, the most recent episode. It's called Effortless, How to Make It Easier to Do What Matters Most with NYT bestselling author Greg McCohen. So it's a long title, but I just listened to that one. And the guest that they had on um he has two really popular books out and he said the first one took him 20 years wow so yeah literally 20 years and now he's so successful and that was kind of that was his goal to put Mm -hmm. out a book um it's just a book about like productivity and like how to make your life easier like Mm -hmm. I kind of want to read it but it's not like a fiction novel novel or anything um but yeah so I just think that kind of aligns with that quote like things take time and might as well just enjoy your life right now instead of worrying about getting that job unless it's like a job that you can easily get now Mm -hmm. but if you can't then I think not worrying about it is kind of the move (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so Nuggets, Viv and I actually both have books, and I don't know her book, she doesn't know mine, 
but I'll start with my book and it was, it's a book that I found on book talk. So before I went to Ruba, I ordered a couple of books that I saw on book TikTok and they were like, this is the best, whatever. And I've always said from the beginning of this podcast that I love a good romance book or a good, that just like, I can't put it down. And those seem to be the only books that I can like consistently like read in a day and like can't put down other books. It's like, if the story's too long or like whatever, and it just takes a lot to get there. I'm like, mm, I don't know. But if there's some steamy action happening in there and lots of relationship drama, those are the ones I really like. So I bought two books by Colleen Hoover, who is like very famous on TikTok. Everyone loves her romance books and like the reviews are great on her, on like all the things she's written. So I read one on vacation in Aruba literally probably in two days, could not put it down. The book was like sobbing wet from just like me being in the pool reading it and it was all wrinkly and covered in sand. Like I just, and it's all like not in good shape anymore, but that's how much I loved it. Just I love that. Wherever it was. So this one is called It Ends With Us. And I was, I got It Ends With Us and Ugly Love, which are two of like the ones that I kept seeing consistently on TikTok. And Ugly Love, I started reading, but I left it um, at my student house by accident. So I didn't get to bring it to Aruba, but it ends with us. I read in Aruba and I could not put it down. And there, like trigger warning, there is like, um, I guess like spousal abuse in it, but, um, and sexual abuse, but it's a lovely, lovely book. And it just like, I don't know, it was like a real, it was like a real story. There was no like quote unquote happy ending. Like it wasn't something that you're like, oh yeah, I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe in a little bit of a sense, but it was like very a normal thing. So yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. I fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with the book. It was a great story and I highly suggest it. It ends with us by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> okay. I definitely want to read that because right now I'm also reading like a romantic rom-com type of book, which if you haven't read it yet, Alex... I think you would love it just by that whole description that you gave. Um, So yeah, I definitely want to read the ones that you just recommended, but mine is called It Happened One Summer. Oh, I think I saw, can I see the title of that, the front? Yeah, I saw, I see that on Book Talk too. Okay, okay. So it's It Happened One Summer uh, by Tessa Bailey. Mm. And I'm actually borrowing it from my friend, Danny. Shout out, Danny. Um, But she read it and she said she loved it. So I'm reading it now. I'm like like a quarter of the way in. Apparently this author, Tessa Bailey, like has a lot of good books like this. So I'm probably Mm. gonna start reading them. But oh my gosh, it's like steamy and like just steamy in the most (laughs) subtle way in like the most subtlest way like you'll ever know and that's kind of like the best Mm -hmm. because it's like creeping up to like (laughs) what's gonna happen but it's also a super modern story like the girl uh the main character Piper she is like an Instagram famous like person because she's rich and like is pretty so and like they talk about Instagram and like likes and like just all this stuff that's really modern I guess that Mm -hmm. wouldn't like a book that was written like 20 years ago wouldn't have the same Mm -hmm. uh wouldn't have the same kind of context to it um so yeah highly recommend it happened one summer by Tessa Bailey Mm, just one summer yeah just one summer (laughs) 
interesting. I think we should start off by answering the question. That was our main question is, is he hot or is it just a pandemic? And we're not saying like, really, is he hot? But like, is he for you? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of what we're getting at. The is you hot is just like a TikTok trend that we're just using to like form the basis of this episode. But yeah, it's more like, are you guys like meant to be together? Or do you have similar interests? Like, are you like, actually a good couple I guess or is it just like a bunch of other factors contributing to your relationship yeah like I think one thing that could contribute to that that I just thought of and I want to put out there is the fact that we couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. so being like with someone was kind of I guess like soothing or comforting comforting Mm -hmm. that's the word I was thinking of um like comforting to be there with someone because you know like it's just you two because I think in terms of dating like dating if you were if you were cautious about COVID kind of stopped happening because Mm -hmm. obviously you didn't want to be going around dating a bunch of people but I think relationships exploded yeah because because of that yeah because people would want a companion Mm -hmm. and like also I think with COVID you don't like if you're living at home or whatever you didn't want to be go seeing random people and then your parents being like who was that and like the chance you get COVID or something from this random person you met on Tinder so I think there was more of the chance of you trying to find like a long-term partner that you could see like a lot that your family would be okay with and basically came into your bubble instead of just like a bunch of different people. And also going out before to find someone that you want to date or you want to sleep with, you probably go to a lot of social areas. So now this has switched onto basically social media platforms, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, if you like wanted to meet someone that you didn't know outside of your circle, but also like inner circles of friendships where you have other people in your friend group that you're seeing consistently and then maybe you form a romantic bond through that Mm. those are the two (laughs) those are the two kind of ways I see that happening is like outside social media or like you already kind of knew them or knew them from someone else so that it wasn't that scary to like introduce them in a romantic way Mm -hmm. yeah and I think those are the things that made it an easier way to find close relationships Mm -hmm. And I guess that's kind of one of the benefits or like, like we're going to talk about some signs that it's not a good, it's probably not a good relationship, but I think that one thing that was good about being in a relationship in the pandemic is that you are like staying in a lot. Mm -hmm. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, I love going out with this guy or girl. He's so fun. Um, We have so much fun together when we go out for dinner, when we go to clubs, go to parties, blah, blah, blah. But this way, we're spending time inside in our homes um, with each other, like cooking, like cooking meals, like just being like kind of like you're living with them but not Mm -hmm. and so that way you can kind of get to know them more personally so you think you think that like living I like staying home you get to know them more with if you're in like a common area together than like going out and doing things well okay I guess it's easier just curious like yeah like it's a different level of getting to know someone and I wonder if like if you're always staying at home and like hanging out with them at each other's home like 
do you ever understand how they are in social settings and like at clubs at parties like you know there might not be there might you might be with someone that doesn't even like those things and you would have no idea yeah that's true though but that's up to the person to talk Mm -hmm. about that and I I guess you could say that's one of the kind of red flags Mm -hmm. um, per se is that if they never talk about their life before COVID Mm -hmm. because I think that's I think being in a relationship with someone during the pandemic and knowing like their home life getting to know their home life is really important Mm -hmm. but then at the same time since we couldn't go out and we couldn't go to parties talking about that Mm -hmm. is important so I think if you didn't talk about that with your partner then that's kind of like oh like what's gonna happen when things start opening up like Mm -hmm. you guys gonna be on the same page and I think that like going into September I like there must be I think oh I I know there is a lot of anxiety with relationships whether like things are going to be normal again and then like maybe you won't want to be with someone that you don't really have common friendships with like don't at your own school um and there's that separation again of like you're not living in the same area so a little bit of jealousy I think might happen or like a little bit insecurities may come out with you going away to school like Vivian and I are and your relationship being like oh shit like they're not going to be close to me anymore yeah that's so true like because if you did get into a relationship before or during covid you are most likely you're most likely around them all the Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. so you would yeah probably going to different schools or different parts of the world you're not going to know how that's going to work but and I guess everyone's different with that kind of stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. some people who can do long distance and some people who actually like can't, mm-hmm. which I guess is just personal preference. And you need to figure out what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Like if you can do it or not. Um, <laughs> yeah. And because- one thing, one thing I will say about long distance, if you're listening and you are in a long distance relationship and you guys are going back to school or someone's going to work somewhere else, like, like I will keep saying it until the day I fucking die communication is key but also like establishing boundaries and like understanding I know we've talked about it before but like um everyone what is it called your love whatever uh love language your love languages like they actually are true and like what people need and some people need reassurance some people need to like talk a lot or like even if like you're busy and you're studying like just sending them a message being like hey this week I'm going to be super busy we can talk now like we can talk this time this time like let me know but just pre-warning like giving them heads up if they're not in the same area as you like understanding that they might feel really distant from you and making sure you're giving that reassurance and actually like communicating that even if like you don't want to talk to them all the time like just be like hey I'm super busy right now like I'll talk to you Friday I don't know Yeah, I think that's so important, even if you're not long distance, like even if you go to different schools, but they're like right beside each other or something like knowing your own love language and communicating that to your partner, but then also knowing your partner's love language and having them communicate that to you is so important because you like we've talked about this before, like your love languages probably aren't the same. Mm -hmm. So the way that you the way that you need to show them love you may not realize that you need to do that so you need to ask them like hey what what mm-hmm. do you want from me to show and what you do you love? and what do you need to make sure that you feel like secure about a relationship what do you need like 
from me, like actual serious question. Like, do you need me to like tell you I love you more? Do you need me to like tell you that you're a great person? Do you need me to like send you gifts? Like it's an actual like genuine question if you truly care about the relationship. Yeah, for sure. And then I think that's the thing. Like if you, if they ask something of you and they say, this is how you show me love or this is how I want you to show me love, but you don't want to do that. I think that's kind of a sign, a sign that it's not yeah. the right relationship. Yeah. And something else that I'm thinking of too, is like going back to school and thinking about the relationship that you're in now. Have you had the opportunity? This is a deep question. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. Have you had the opportunity to be attracted to other people or like be with someone else while you're with this person? Because mm. obviously when you're in a relationship, you're not like seeking out other people, but like, was this the one like black sheep, like in the area where you're like, yep, I want him. Or were there other sheep around, you know, like, was mm. there, a, you know, did you have options or like, no, because when you go back to school, maybe you'll have options or like wherever you're going, maybe you'll have options. And I think that's a good question to ask yourself. Like, mm-hmm. was, were they just like easy to like be with and all this stuff, which is great. And like your relationship can also like form and transition past that too. Like maybe it did start like that, but yeah. Did you have the opportunity to be attracted to someone else when you guys started getting together? Yeah, that's such a good question because then if you think if you start long distance or something like that, then knowing whether you truly like that's the person Mm -hmm. or if you had other people in mind before like you need to be responsible for for figuring that out yourself and then taking action Mm -hmm. within the relationship whether okay yes there is no one else this is the one for me right now I want to stay in this this relationship or wait maybe it was just the pandemic (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then obviously like communicate that to your person like in a fair manner in a Mm -hmm. fair and like kind manner which oh my gosh just thinking about like breakups right now is like stressing me out but (laughs) even though I'm not like in the midst of it just like thinking about someone like thinking about breaking up with someone um well I definitely felt it like I remember when I was going into first year and stuff like there's that whole stress when you have a relationship in the end of your high school, obviously Viv and I are going to our fourth year, but that was a while ago, but high school. And there's this whole expectation that you go into university single. And I think a lot of people felt that and you try to like juggle with the fact that maybe you're in a relationship and maybe this isn't going to work out. And then like, maybe you have a talk being like, yeah, we're not going to go into university in a relationship. And for me, it like, we probably should have fucking gone in there single. Cause that didn't work out very well. But, um, <laughs> you know, like it is an anxiety, like that school, like you're with all new people, you're going out, like things are different. And I think that COVID this year, hopefully fingers crossed, isn't as big of a problem as it has been in the past. And we actually have a generally normal year. And like I said, last episode, most schools in Ontario are saying you need to be vaccinated to go. So that just like increases the more anxiety that things might be kind of quote unquote normal. Yeah. I also think that one thing to consider also is he for you or is it just a pandemic is that once things start actually opening if you are still only staying inside only doing things at home and not 
exploring going out on of adventures an, with- out of anxiety of your relationship of like not wanting to do something without them or like making sure that you're not having too much fun and like they're sitting at home or like whatever yeah or yeah. if your partner doesn't suggest if you or your partner don't suggest doing anything fun together outside of the house like like planning things together then that might be a sign that's such a good like that's such a good sign actually because you I don't know like I would think that with things opening up and like wherever your comfort level is and like if people are like yes you can go outside without masks you can hang out without masks in certain areas you should like be somewhat excited to go out but if you guys are like now we're gonna stay inside like we have for the past two years it's like just if that's what you want sure go ahead with that but if that's not actually what you want that's like also a sign of like shit (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah no exactly exactly I just think that if you or like if you are suggesting to do all these things like oh I can't wait until we can go to our first concert or I can't Mm -hmm. wait until we can do this and they're really not enthusiastic about it or not really enthusiastic they don't really seem excited they don't seem like they want to do those things with you that's definitely a red flag that it's just a pandemic relationship. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I also think it's interesting too, because when people, so we're like in our 2021, whatever, and there's people a couple of years younger than us that their first year going into university was a pandemic, which was like last year and the year before. And their maybe first initial stages of dating are online. Mm-hmm. Like they have, would have no choice but to meet someone online because that's when they're starting to date that's when they're starting to like hook up with random people like that's university life for you and I'm just like thinking about how interesting that would be coming from like their perspective versus ours where like we understand a life before COVID where we were dating and you're meeting people just by like meeting people versus like fully online relationships and relationships that are determined by online spaces and that even like makes me think about Instagram too and like I know with my last relationship, when I had, when I would post photos and stuff with him on Instagram, I was like, so anxious about like, are my friends going to comment saying they like it? Like, I know it's like some kind of validation, but I feel like I felt that like very heavily, like, is he going to comment? Is he going to like it? Like all this stuff that yeah, stresses me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that honestly do you feel that do you feel that when you post photos with your significant other like anxious about what other people are going to say or you just kind of like whatever I'm just like whatever (laughs) but I know no but I know that most people are in the same boat as you Mm -hmm. most people worry about the first post with their Mm -hmm. new with their new partner um like commenting on certain photos and even like things like oh your boyfriend or girlfriend liking other people's things mm-hmm. like I don't care about that mm-hmm. I'm but I know a lot of people do mm-hmm. so yeah I think that's definitely a big part of dating now just everything online and even like maybe it's because of the pandemic but I just think that now like dating like meeting someone online not necessarily online dating but using like all those apps like tinder bumble whatever they are but even things like snapchat and even texting or instagram Mm -hmm. dms like 
I see the future of dating like starting there because mm-hmm. even my high school relationship started on Snapchat like and that was years ago mm-hmm. so now I'm like are people ever gonna meet like well, authentically and I think that's why this even this TikTok trend came about because if you think of the TikTok trend itself like is he hotter is he just tatted is he hotter just whatever I feel like these are very like visual qualities that people are pointing out because maybe they're not actually seeing them in person or maybe they are but like it's not it's not something that they're seeing authentically as you said like it's not it's not do they hold a great conversation are they great with their family like do Mm -hmm. they care about me it's like no is he hot or is he just wearing gray track pants and (laughs) you know what I mean so it's like it is a very um I'm forgetting the word off the top of my head but it's very like based on how people look and it's artificial surface level yeah it's very like surface level like caring about people's looks and thinking and their qualities and attributes and being like yes those are hot that makes them hot but there's a lot of other things about people that I think we forget that make them hot and you learn about that if you like kind of your blinders up and it's like oh my god he has such sexy tattoos then you might like forget about actual relationship needs and actually like what you need in a relationship if you're just focused on the like superficial like oh he drives a like a fucking Ferrari I don't know (laughs) no yeah for sure but I do think that these online apps are getting better though Mm -hmm. like it's like maybe not tinder but like what's the other one hinge Hinge. like you you have like written stuff on your profile Mm. I'm pretty sure and I don't know I feel like you could gauge someone's personality better now on certain certain dating apps rather than just what they look like like I think it used to be only looks and now it's kind of more like what are your hobbies I actually I actually have a funny story about tinder so I was in I was in London a couple weeks ago like with my with my roommate we were just visiting and we ran into like some of our friends and this one guy there, he was showing us, I, I want to say it was Tinder. It might've been Bumble or whatever, but these guys were all single and they were like, just telling us about their best pickup lines for like messaging girls on Tinder. They were awful. They were awful pickup lines and they knew that they knew that. But this one guy was like, I want you girls to rate my Tinder profile. And I've seen people do that on TikTok too, where they're like this, like actually like a dating doctor or whatever is like, this is good. This is good. Change this right away. Like Mm. all this stuff. And I just, I'm not trying to be like mean or anything, but like, I feel like there's a difference in perception for how, like what guys think girls is attractive to, is attractive to girls on Tinder versus like what girls think is attractive to guys on Tinder. And you see all those TikToks too about like, I don't want to see pictures of your fish. Like they always like show pictures of their fish. And it's like, I don't want to see your fucking fish. Um, like, and like all the fishes that they see on Tinder. But this guy was like, rate my Tinder. So I go in and I think the second photo is him wearing a morph suit. And <laughs> it's literally like, we're going to like remove that, right? Right? Like we're going to, we're going to take that off. And there was like, a couple other like quote-unquote like douchey photos he's like yeah I know those are kind of douchey like whatever and then we took we were sitting there in the Chuck's like parking lot we're getting drinks or whatever and me and my roommate just took like three photos of him like sitting there holding a beer just like very cash not trying too hard like the other ones were like very try hard to the point where it's like that isn't like attractive or whatever 
and then I've also heard from other like on other videos reading tinder profiles like try not to have photos with other girls in it because it's like why do you have a photo with another girl unless it's like clearly your sister but that's still kind of weird why you're putting your sister on your dating app um and then like don't do like a group of people unless it's like very obvious like who you are like unless it's very obvious like you guys are having a good time or whatever and like you have enough photos to see who you are and it's clear that that's you but sometimes it's hard to like see out of the group of three who you are maybe the other guys are more attractive and I fucking swipe on the wrong one so you know but yeah we ended up taking like a very candid photo of him laughing holding a beer whatever put that as his first picture and we were like took away all the other ones that were really cringe and it was like great and we were like wow that was like so easy and so authentic to make a tinder profile that wasn't so try hard I don't really know where I'm going with the story but I just thought it was funny I think it's funny thinking about what guys think is attractive on tinder and like how to betray themselves as we're talking about like descriptions and all this stuff versus like how I would design my tinder profile and it's probably just my instagram photos no, for sure. I think this topic is super relevant to what we're saying, like dating in a pandemic, because if you are dating or like trying to find someone now, like mm-hmm. you are on these dating apps, especially if you're our age, mm-hmm. our age or younger, like if you're trying to find someone, you have a dating app. And if you don't, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> but anyways, I think, yes, definitely. If you want to post, if you're a guy and you want to post pictures with your friends, or if you're a girl too, you have to post some individual ones as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's such like a common mistake that people do because it's like, buddy, no, you can't like who, which one are you? But anyways, um, no, I think that's a super interesting topic. Like what guys think girls are interested in and like, and vice versa like I've been on I've been on like my guy friends tinders and just like interested to see like what girls put as their photos and it's just like they made you it makes me feel like wow like I probably shouldn't be like putting that because like you look like a copy of every single girl that like all post the exact same kind of like selfies or like filter photos or like whatever so I, I don't know. And I also think for Tinder, like my, my one suggestion would be like, pick your vibe and like, stay with it because mm-hmm. like you want your vibe of your photos to match your descriptions. And like, if you're going to run with a joke, like make your whole like vibe, a joke kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like pick your personality trait that you are like most confident in and are like happy to show up. And for some people that might be like going to the gym and like, um and that's not my type if you're posting all your muscle selfies but that might be someone else's and that's why like if you pick your vibe that's authentic to you you'll probably find someone that likes those things too Mm -hmm, for sure and also on that like on that note guys for some reason think that being all muscular and having no body fat is like the look but actually they're actually just impressing other men by doing that they're not really yeah, I think impressing. it is more of like even with the fish too like I think it's more of a it's actually like a pretty interesting like psychological thing that we're doing right now but like I think that like the fish and the body poses and the more masculine-esque features that you post on your tinder and like dating apps which I've seen a lot of is more to like stand out among other men than it is to like attract women because I 
this is my honest opinion. Anyone else can like totally disagree with me, but I think that like, if I saw a guy like just smiling, having a good time, no fish, no guns, no like army equipment needed, like just like, <laughs> just like chilling, having a good time or like a good happy photo. Maybe you're doing a backflip into some water. Like, I don't know, but like just something that's like very, you didn't try too hard to take, or I don't know, is like enough attractiveness for me to want to swipe. Mm-hmm. And and you also don't have to like get in there with some like fancy ass pickup line either. You can literally just like be yourself and be like, hey, what's up? And like sometimes that's like enough instead of some like quirky pickup line where it's like, um, hey sis, like you dropped uh this or did you fall from heaven or whatever? I don't even know. Where you're just kind of like, that was weird. Yeah, exactly. Something more authentic is better than a cheesy pickup line. Um, but yeah, no girl likes a big fish in her face on unless the you profile. unless you are a fish, unless you are a female fisher or you are attracted, you are a person that likes fish, but <laughs> um yeah, just I guess so. Or like <laughs> yeah, like if that's the type of girl you're trying to attract, but um that's what I'm saying, like be authentic with who you are like if that truly is you like yes go for it like whatever but pick your vibe pick like the thing and for girls too like just like go with who you are and also like your end goal too everyone knows their end goal going into these dating apps like whether you want a relationship whether you want a hookup like and that also shows by what app you're using too so like whatever your thing is then you can pick a vibe based off that like if you want like if you want to like be a girlfriend vibe, like pick more like cutie ones or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like just pick your vibe, stick with it, be authentic. I think is like my three top tips for these dating apps, because there's a lot of catfishes out there. There's a lot of guys that are interested and girls that are in, interested in like the wrong quote unquote things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not really in the business of wasting my time. Yeah, exactly. I think an interesting thing that I heard on, um, on this podcast, I'll plug them mind pump. I always talk about them. Um, they, they were also talking about online dating and how there's so much, even go going back 20 years ago, there's so much more access to Mm -hmm. people all over the world, literally, all over the country on these dating apps so you kind of have like a plethora of Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have a buffet as they called it of people to choose from and they were saying will that they were kind of asking themselves like will that prevent people from settling down because Mm -hmm. you always know that if you go back onto these dating apps there'll be more people but at the same time they were kind of countering that by saying with these dating apps, you can kind of go, you can date faster and Mm -hmm. find more people faster and try to, and hone in on what your, what your perfect quote unquote person is. Mm -hmm. So one of the guys, he's married with a kid now, but he was saying he went through so many bad relationships in his twenties to finally realize what he actually wanted Mm -hmm. until like, until he was like about 30. Um, But now I feel like me and Alex, we're 21, or Alex is almost 21. I feel like we already know what we want. Like maybe not perfectly, but because we've had access, more access to people, 
or and like dated a bunch of people up until now Mm -hmm. but not everyone not everyone has had that same experience like I look at my roommates who went to an all-girls school and none of them had boyfriends in high school that just like wasn't something that they ever had access to and their first or like it wasn't it was just like you're at an all-girls school like you didn't have guys around like we did in high school and elementary school so and some of these girls went to the school from preschool all the way till they graduated from high school so that like kind of like flirtatious puberty driven like vibe that you get when you're in elementary school and when you're in high school like they're always around didn't happen so that mm-hmm. stuff had to happen outside of school. And like, if you weren't going to parties, which you probably didn't until like high school or grade eight, that probably wasn't like a thing that happened. So they come into university having like less, I guess, dating relationships than like we have, which I think is another interesting thing based on like how you kind of grew up and what you had access to that your dating experiences are different. Yeah, for sure. And that's where I think like dating apps help or like Mm -hmm. online dating because now everyone's like at the same boat. After this Mm -hmm. pandemic, everyone's dating online. Everyone is at the same level. If you are dating, you are most likely, or if you are trying to date and trying to find new people, you're most likely dating online, which is Mm -hmm. kind of insane, but also just the way of the world. Yeah. And like the other thing too is when you're on that I'm just kind of remembering now is when I was on tinder you have your location and you have your radius and I was seeing people pop up from like high school and people I know you like most of the time if you're doing it in a town that you live in grew up in you're gonna see a lot of people that you know on there and I think that might be another reason why we've seen so many relationships in the same areas of people that like maybe wouldn't have dated like five years ago but they're dating now and maybe they had some curiosity and swiped on them on one of these dating apps and like saw that because I definitely saw a lot of people from high school and like people that I've known from other high schools and that I could have easily just like swiped on them and like that that would be fine like you kind of already know them like you know who they are you already probably follow them on Instagram too no yeah that's so true like like maybe if there wasn't online dating, you would have never spoken them to never that's, spoken that's what to I them mean. again. Yeah, never thought of them mm-hmm. again. But now that you see them on the dating at your dating app, you're like, oh, maybe I'll I exactly. Know you them. like think about it again. You're like, oh, they've had a little bit of a glow up. Like they could be kind of hot. Maybe I'll message them. Like all this stuff. And I don't know. I I've seen a lot of from where we're from, like a lot of relationships of people that are like a couple of years difference too that are getting together and that might have been started from a dating app as well Mm, yeah that's like actually maybe there wasn't like that connection there before or like it's one person that brings them in and then you have like people of different ages that I feel like in high school like if you were a grade nine dating a grade 12 it was like that would be weird hmm but now it's like that's not weird yeah that's so true I've always thought about that even back in grade or even back in high school like I would think when we're older, this age difference between grade nine and 12 or grade nine and 11 is literally going to be nothing. Mm -hmm. Like people when they're older date people freaking 10 years, 15 years apart. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like we're getting in because we're getting into our twenties, we're getting into that time. Like, oh, we can literally date like anyone within like a 10 year range. Mm. (laughs) 
No, that's so true. I also, I'm pulling up a tweet now that I saw today and I screenshot it. It says, dating in your 20s is weird. Am I going to marry this person? Are they going to be a very expensive therapy bill? And I think (laughs) I thought that was funny. That's so true. Relevant to today's episode because it's true. It's like you hear so many stories from your parents, I guess, of, oh, I met my husband when I was 22 and like you stayed together forever and then had kids and whatever. But then you also hear more recent stories of people dating until they're 30, 35 and like just finding who they actually like instead of just quote unquote settling. And I think that's another question with this episode. Like, are you are you settling? And I don't know, like we can talk about this. Like what is settling? Oh, you know, like, are you, is it? Well, I think that if you're someone in a pandemic relationship, trying to figure out if you want to be in this relationship post pandemic or want to stay in the relationship, I think listing out pros and cons (laughs) is like a really good thing. And pros and cons but then also a list of like things that are essential that you Mm -hmm. want to be essential in a relationship and if Mm -hmm. your partner doesn't have that then I think you need to rethink the relationship or and and your goals too like if yeah again with what Vivian's saying like what is essential but your goals in life and, and if morals. you're and morals too, like you, the things that you hold truly to your heart and like non-negotiables, I think that's like a better way, maybe not pros and cons, but like non-negotiables and negotiables, like things that you're able to be like, yeah, like that could be fine. And things that you're not going to negotiate for. And mm. if you have to negotiate too many non-negotiables, that would probably be a sign that you're settling and not really like I don't know, like not really going for something that's going to challenge you. And I think being in a relationship that challenges you is really important. And maybe not something that you're going to notice right now in a pandemic, but when things start to open up again, you like ideally want to be with someone that will challenge you till the day you die. And like not someone that's going to force you to stay and in your comfort zone, you want something that's going to take you out of your comfort zone. And that might not be something you notice right away. That also might not be where you are in your life where you're dating someone that you want to take out of your comfort zone. But I think for me and I think for you and probably a lot of people, you want to grow as an individual and you don't want someone that you're going to be in a relationship with that's going to like keep you away from your growth and your goals. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that negotiable and non-negotiables. And I want to emphasize that this list is so, you have to make it so personal Mm -hmm. because what someone's non-negotiables are is not going to be the same as yours. And like, that I don't know I feel like some people might think that there's certain non-negotiables that are kind of everyone should have but I don't think that's true like I think that I don't know one person might really value family and might Mm -hmm. one person might not it doesn't matter that you don't value family as much you don't have to value family it's just your preference Mm -hmm. in my opinion um So I think personalizing this list is really important, but also keeping an open mind for what they might think about, like also their perspective um, so that you can kind of, you can kind of look inside their brain or like sympathize, empathize with them uh, for some of these things, like whether it's a non-negotiable or, or negotiable. (laughs) I think, yeah. And I think another thing too is, I 
just like think about the relationship that you're in and if you're always having to because we want balance yeah if you're always having to compromise like always going to their house always going to their house always eating where they want to eat always eating like all these things that are for them or vice versa if they're always doing things that are for you maybe that's not the healthiest thing for them and maybe they're in the opposite position which is something you can also think about like the health and longevity of your relationship is dependent on the other person just as much as it dependent on you so if you feel like they're maybe if you're maybe suffocating them or you're maybe hindering their growth that's also a conversation too and like understanding how they're feeling because maybe some a lot of people it's really hard for people in relationships to talk about this stuff this isn't like some everyday conversation that you're going to have with someone, especially if you just start talking and maybe there's some signs that you're like, meh, like whatever, but it's not an easy conversation, but it's an easy conversation with yourself. And I think the first step to like acknowledging that is having with yourself. And then also maybe noticing some things in your partner that you're like, yep, I like that. Maybe they need to talk about this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And if you're kind of like a type A personality like me and a bit of Alex and you like to make lists and have like a schedule then yeah make the list like actually do it not just in your head like I think I think we've said this before like writing things down is so important and actually on the skinny confidential podcast I was listening to the guy was saying how if you want to remember something and I'm just now I'm just talking about in terms of relationships and kind of what you want in a relationship Mm -hmm. If you want to remember it, write it down because our brains are not programmed to remember everything. Mm -hmm. We have like an exceptional deep level memory of things like I can remember something from when I was 10, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember what I bought at the grocery store Mm -hmm. like two days ago, right? So Mm -hmm. if if it's just things coming up into your mind, like as you're hanging out with, with your partner, as you're doing things. Um, I think just write it down or have it in your notes and that'll kind of help you with with this process if you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to decide if it's the one or if it's just a pandemic. And I think too, if you are with someone and you're like, geez, like I don't actually know like what they want to do with their life or I don't know like how they feel about this or what their goals are for their future or any of those questions that you actually don't know the answer to, maybe you haven't talked to them about. It could be just like a simple conversation like, once like every few days like hey like what do you want to do with your future like do you have any goals like I'm thinking about doing this like what about you and it's like a very chill conversation it doesn't have to go anywhere you don't have to get angry with them about like oh that's not what I want to do like whatever just like leaving that space for them to share their opinions on their futures and then you can kind of sit with that reflect then write your list and like figure out if there's room for you that doesn't mean you're compromising for them. Yeah. Yeah. These things definitely take time. It's not, it's not a, oh, one night of thinking about it. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a lengthy process. And it's also like, it takes time for one to figure out if you don't want to be with someone, but it also takes time to figure out if you want to be with someone. So yeah. And it also takes time to figure out what you want to do too. And I think that's the most important thing and kind of relates to the, our sassy quote that I that we posted on the Instagram from last week, but like it, like you are the most important person in the relationship first. Like mm-hmm. you need to be okay enough and stable enough and all this stuff first before you're able to like provide for other people, before you're able to let other people in. 
So if you aren't really sure, and that's okay, if you're not sure like what you want to do with your life, as long as you understand you and understand that like who you are, then you can have those conversations with yourself, then you can have with your partners and like vice versa. So Mm. yeah. For sure. I think (laughs) honestly, that's all I have to say. I think we covered a lot. Yeah. I don't know if we've, we've answered any of you guys, your guys' questions, but like, I think this is a very, this is like a long talk about just like relationships and the pandemic. And I think something that everyone is going to have to go through in the next couple of months of like, do we stay together or Mm -hmm. do we go our separate ways and go back to our lives? Mm -hmm. So, and this isn't to say like, you have to pick one or the other, like whatever, that's not what we're saying. Cause we, relationships can change. They can grow as people grow and people are meant to stay the same. And just as you change your relationship with that other person can change too for the better, for the worse. So this isn't like a black and white, like, oh my God, you guys are going to break up or you're going to stay together. No, we're just like being silly about this and examining it a little bit more. Yeah. We're just being curious. We like, well, me personally, I haven't been dating like dating in terms of like a bunch of people throughout the pandemic so I'm just like speculating talking Mm -hmm. in terms of speculation I've just been one with one person through this whole thing but um yeah it's fun to talk about and kind of think about the future I guess that's our whole like that's basically where our whole argument is about Mm -hmm. because who knows maybe this pandemic is gonna go on for another year another Mm -hmm. two years we don't know right now with the freaking Delta variant. So <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing all those like those tic- um, TikToks or like tweets being like my plans, the Delta variant. Yeah. And I saw this one that I'll probably post on our Instagram, but it was like my fall plans. And it was Ariana Grande and Big Sean because remember how they used to date. And then it was like the Delta variant. And it was um, I'm going to butcher her name, but like Jane Uno. Oh, um. Janae Aiko yeah Yeah. (laughs) and now her and Big Sean are like together so I thought that that was kind of funny but like there's so many like that um which I think are so funny and yeah fall plans butchered by the Delta variant so yeah okay well we hope you guys enjoy this episode took a little bit from it um hope it helped you if you're in any capacity trying to figure out your relationship Mm -hmm. um or yeah, if you just want to think about future relationships, dating apps, all that. So yeah, if you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow us at sassy underscore pod. Mm-hmm. And if you want to watch us on the big screen, um, you can go to our YouTube, which mm-hmm. is just the sassy pod. I'm pretty sure. And if you have any comments, like I want to actually hear if anyone has the same anxiety or if you're like dating and you want to like have some opinion or you actually like feel the same like I don't know if you have any comment on this topic go into the link in our bio on Instagram so sassy underscore pod if you click the link in our bio there's an anonymous link where you can write whatever the heck you want and just be like this is what I'm going through today and we'll talk about it on the next episode like it doesn't um even write your name or anything we don't know who you are so go write it go whatever and we'll definitely bring it up next episode Yeah, for sure. And don't forget to stay sassy, classy. And let's be a lot of bad (laughs) assy. Okay, guys, see you next Sassy Saturday. Bye. Bye.